welcome back to the Dirty 30, episode 6, I believe? Pretty sure it's 6, doesn't matter. Either way, back with the Dirty 30, I am your host, Dubs, with me as always, the incredible Bobo Jones. How has the week been? The week has been great, man. Football's back on, so nothing really bothers, bothers me too much during football season. Yeah, that's true. It makes it all a little bit easier. It does, yeah. When it's not on, that's when it sucks. Yeah. Oh, do you want to get right into it? We'll start with some Dubs Diamonds for the week. Go for it, man. All right, we'll go through the top five for week six. Uh, number five, Adam Thielen. I think this is his first appearance on Dubs Diamonds. 29.8. Leonard Fournette coming in at four with 30.7. Two touchdowns on Thursday Night Football for him. Uh, we talked about this on Stone Sports last night. Cooper Cup came in at number three, 34 points. The bromance is back on with Matthew Stafford. Uh, number two is Derrick Henry on the Monday night game. He went over the Bills. He picked up 35.6 points. And number one was CeeDee Lamb torching my hopes and dreams with 36.1. Dude, CeeDee Lamb balled out. But Derrick Henry... What'd you say? He he ran over him. He he, dude. He he freaking torched them, man. He ran over everybody on their team, dude, on the way to the end zone. Yeah. Yep. Dude, he was unstoppable, man. Hundred forty-three yards for him. Three touchdowns. Nuts. Ridiculous. Dude, now imagine if he caught four or five passes a game, too. You know, like five or six balls a game. On top of that. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, uh, it's crazy. That would have been a uh, nice little bonus on top of what he already did. He had two catches, yeah. but that's not... I mean, there's that game a couple of weeks ago where he had, uh, was it five or six catches? Yeah, but he... Consistent. Yeah. Consistent. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know with, like, Dalvin Cook... Kevin Cook gets all he gets the yards, but man, he also has like seven, eight, nine catches a game for another eighty yards. You know what I mean? Like he'll do that. Uh, Henry will just rush for two hundred. You know? You know what I mean? Like I yeah, don't know. I, hear I, just, you. I think there's it's a small gap, but now you know what I mean. So, um, normally I go to quarterbacks after this. I'm gonna switch it up. We're gonna go with tight ends this week. Uh, okay, go ahead. I think it was Thursday was or no Tuesday was National Tight End Appreci- Appreciation Day, so going with them first. But number five on the list this week was OJ Howard, sixteen point nine in that Thursday night game, as stated before with Leonard Fournette. Uh, number four was Mark Andrews, seventeen point eight. He's been uh, the number two tight end point wise this season. Uh, number three, Travis Kelsey. The only person in front of him, points-wise, for tight ends the season. He had 17.9 for the week. Mike Jasicki, the jizz stick, making his second appearance in as many weeks. 19.5 for him at number two. And number one, Noah Fant, 24.7. On a touchdown that was not a touchdown. I didn't see it. He was out of bounds by a mile. Oh, okay. And they didn't review it? They did review it. They still gave it to him. That's crazy. See, now he, uh, two weeks before he was on, like he's been on the bust before. Now hopefully he actually starts going in the right direction and hopefully it's not another, you know what I mean? This isn't like another Mirage game. 
Yeah, they're playing from behind against Las Vegas, but he did have nine catches on, I think, 11 targets, just under 100 yards and that touchdown, even if it was a fluke, still touchdown. Yeah. No, uh, Teddy B's looking at Sutton, going for Sutton number one, Fance number two, and then Tim Patrick, or the running backs will get our number three, you know, in like the pecking order. Running backs want to take the job. Right. You know, they all want to be like, you know, oh, I'm cool with Sharon. You know, so I don't, I don't know. So I think the passing game is going to have to lead the way. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, I, actually, I have a question. Didn't Teddy B used to scramble? Did he used to run too for yards, or was he always just a scramble? Oh, a little bit. I mean, he wasn't. Okay, guy. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily a scrambler. He was dubbed a pocket guy coming out of college. He could move a little bit with the Vikings. He would scramble for a first down here or there, but that's it. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what I was thinking of. All right. I just wonder why he didn't use his legs a little bit more, you know? Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't think he's – and it, plus, that's when he's gotten hurt every time is when he scrambles. Yeah, so. yeah, it broke – yeah, that's true. I think he broke – what, did he break his leg scrambling or was that a pocket thing? Uh, He had the concussion that knocked him out scrambling. That's the one that came to my mind first when he got helmet-to-helmeted against – I think it was Seattle. Yeah, but he was – he also broke his leg in the game. Like, he broke his leg pretty bad, and that's why he was out of football for a little bit. And then he went to, like, Carolina right. after. Yeah, okay. Well, he ended up right, in uh, make... New Orleans first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All He's right. backing up Breeze. Probably... Yeah, I didn't want to try to get you off topic here. Oh, no worries. No worries. We'll move All to right. receivers. Uh, we went through three of them already. Lamb, Cup, and Thielen, uh, four and five this week, were Jalen Waddle, 29 points, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, 26.1 points. Yeah, that's the, like making it a thing in Cleveland. Like, why is it Mayfield targeting Beckham and dudes open he sucks. and not even looking his way and this and that, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Like, he... They just haven't had they haven't had chemistry like the whole time he's been there and yeah he can't stay on the field so whatever right so yeah what do you want you know what I mean I guess I like people's jobs too I think he got underused last year and I think he's been underused so far this year so hopefully he can get a little bit more involved in the offense in Cleveland dude I one hundred percent agree with you he is he's great he's still only twenty two as well I know but he's he's gonna pop man you know what I mean like. Because Mayfield's looking his way, and he was balling out in the last game. So, yeah, he's become and he was a like just a deep threat guy last year. Uh, if we can, like you know, prove on that a little bit, he's going to be dangerous for Cleveland, especially like yeah. we said, without Odell stepping up into the role that he should be in. If Peoples Jones can fill that role, they'd be looking a lot better right now. Yeah, it's like a, a lot of people I don't I don't hear it talked about a lot is that Cleveland is young. You know what I mean? They're a right. very, they're a young team. You know, they got some veterans here and there, but most, you know what I mean? I'd say like maybe 50, 60% of the roster is young. So, you know, wait for Baker to make that step where he's like, yeah, you know, time to emerge, dude. You want to get paid? It's time to show that you deserve to get paid. Right. Prove it time. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Running backs, number three this week, Jonathan Taylor. Number four, or sorry, Jonathan Taylor had 
Joe Mixon was number four with 26.3, and five was Najee Harris with 24.7. I'd already said Henry and Fournette were one and two, respectively. Um, Quarterbacks this week, Josh Allen, number one, 29.7. Kirk Cousins, number two, 28.5. Dak Prescott, 27.8, pairing up with CeeDee Lamb's. CeeDee Lamb is the high scorer total this week. So Dak yeah. just hooking up with him all game. Matt Stafford, 26.2, hooking up with Cup, Cooper Cup. And number five, Jalen Hurts, 26. Which name out of them five doesn't really belong up there? Jalen Hurts. No, I think it's Cousins. I was kidding. I was going to say Kirk Cousins, but I just don't like Hurts, so I want another Hurts. Yeah, no, but, he, dude, he's averaging 25 points a game, so you can't really hate that. You know, Kirk Cousins, I think, is on average is like 18 and a half or 19 points a game, so I, I don't know. I think this was like a matchup thing for him, but. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, cause Kirk's been pretty teams... good this season, though, despite two stinkers against uh, Cleveland and Detroit. Other than that, he's been 25-plus pretty much every game. Yeah, no, I'm not knocking him. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, it's odd to see him up there. The other guys, yeah, I expect them to be there, you know? Two uh, names we, or really three names that we've seen at the top all season so far. Brady, Mahomes, Allen. and Murray, not in there. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's been Allen still there, Prescott. Stafford. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, it's kind of like a, same dudes over and over and over and over who's dependable you know you see who's dependable and who's not you know i don't know right and kyler was kyler probably would have been but they just kicked the shit out of the browns i think they even pulled them for colt mccoy at one point yeah there's no point in getting them hurt right i mean they were they were blowing them out right uh speaking of blowouts you want to get to your busts yeah why not uh number one i got mike williams Went two for five receptions, only 29 yards, 4.7. Uh, yeah, it's gross, right? Yeah. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, he went three for six for 44 yards, 7.4. Uh, they played Detroit, and I expected more out of that because Detroit gives up the most points in every single category. Running, passing, any other statistical category, Detroit is bottom of the barrel. It was pretty much the Joe Mixon show on that game. Yeah, thought they got out early on. Um, number three be Zach Moss. Uh, he had eight carries for 24 yards, two for four reception for 15 yards, and one fumble for 5.9. Told and you it was low on Zach Moss. I know, but it was against Tennessee. Tennessee couldn't stop anybody, and they went with Singletary most of the game. Uh I'm going to go back to the same game because this was your guy. Is Dawson Knox. He had one two-point conversion, three for three receptions, 25 yards, 7.5 points. Uh, and number five was Gibson. Dude, he was in and out of the lineup all day long. He had 10 carries for 44 yards, two for three receptions, and, a, and another fumble. It's back-to-back weeks that he's fumbled. 4.4 points. Yeah, I can tell you as a Gibson owner, I'm not putting him in the lineup this week. I, as a Gibson owner, in some lineups have to roll with him. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's out and I got his, I made sure I handcuffed him with Patterson. Well, it was McKissick, uh, too. Yeah, I know, but 
the one of the leagues I'm in, somebody already has them. Gotcha. And uh, my queef of the week goes to Tyler Lockett. It's Is that back to back queef of the weeks for Tyler Lockett? No, I don't think so. Who had queef no. of the week last week? Terry McLaurin. Oh, right, right, right. He had eleven targets. Yeah. Right. No, uh, he he seven targets only caught two balls for thirty five yards. Oof. In a in a good matchup against a shitty Pittsburgh secondary that everybody's throwing on. Oof. You know what I mean? And it's like he did nothing. It's like he just straight nosedived from those great freaking uh, four weeks. It's like I guess it's true what they say. He's only good in s- September. How about Chase Claypool? Honorable mention. Two of seven for 17 yards. Yeah. he After last week when he balled out. Yep. Like when he balled out last week. And Juju's out. Like this yeah. is your time to like you want to. You know Everyone is saying Claypool's back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Got to prove it. You know, it's week in, week out. Got to prove know? it. Like, De- Deontay does it. I mean, he does get a shit ton of targets, but he catches most of them. So, it's like you got to be consistent week to week, you know? Right. All right. Do you want to get into some, our uh, sleepers? Go over last yeah. week's? Yeah. You got the list? I do have the list. All right, how'd we do? Uh, so I had the high score, but you had the better overall week. Oh, okay. So uh, me. uh, we'll go number one picks first. Devontae Booker was your first pick. Stole him from me, 10.9. Ugh. That game was just the off- The Giants offense was fucking horrible. They couldn't do Dude, anything. It was bad. Are you sure Daniel Jones wasn't still freaking concussed, man? Like... I don't know, dude. It, just, <laughs> it, it was bad. It was a stinker, to say the least. Uh, my first round pick, Daryl Williams, 23.9 points. Yep, I see, was on TV, I'm like, and I seen him pop off and then two touchdowns. I was like, oh, there he goes. Yeah, here's a note to myself. If I have a one of my sleepers, if I'm able to pick them up, I'm starting them. Because this is now two times that I've not started one of my sleepers on the show and they've gone off it was oh, first you know. with dawson knox and now i did it with daryl williams i just need to trust myself let it fucking fly yeah go for it don't second guess yourself uh number two for you brandon cook 17.9 i was hoping he's gonna get a touchdown but their offense was sputtering just like the Giants. you were hoping for two I was just listening yeah, well, back I, before the show. Was I, was I hoping? Yeah, I yeah. was hoping for two. Hoping for two because the secondary for the Colts is suspect. Everybody seems to be hurt. Every other play, one of someone in their secondary is falling on the ground and yeah. not getting up. Their secondary has so, been exposed this, this season. I wouldn't doubt they go uh, maybe corner or safety first round in the draft this year. Yeah, oh, definitely because they keep missing on these. You know, on these quarterbacks they're taking. Yeah. Rock your sin. You know, Malik Hooker was part of the secondary. I mean, none of them, none of them are panning out. Nope. I like Malik Hooker too. I thought he was going to be a beast. They haven't had a good secondary hitter since Bob Sanders. The Colonel. Dude, Bob Sanders is a freaking animal. And it's something they're lacking. You know, I do like the fact Quiddy Pay is starting to eat up. Find his footing. Your boy. I love Quiddy Pay, man. 
<laughs> but anyway, back to fantasy. Uh, my number two, Evan Ingram. Another giant stinker, 5.4. Uh, I went with him because of target share. He did not see many targets. Oh, you convinced me so much I rolled him out. And so did daily. I. <laughs> and nothing. Yep, it was a bad daily week. Yeah. That's what I get for naming the episode last week. We're hot. We were, we were, we were bound to fuck that up. Oh, you remember what happened when dude flew too close to the sun, man? You get burnt. Yeah, Dickerous. Dickerous, yeah. Number three, our, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, 15.8. He rounds out your sleepers from last week. You had, uh, your, that was your low score. It was 10.9. I'd take that. Yeah, three. Um, all three of them scored in double digits. I'd call it a win. Take it. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, my last one, Zach Ertz, 12.9. So him and Daryl Williams were my highlights this week for the sleepers. Uh, you had the first pick last week with Devontae Booker. I'll go ahead and take first pick this week. I'm going to go with running back Dearness Johnson. Cleveland Browns starting running back this week. Yeah, I... Also have them as a waiver wire ad, either Johnson or Felton. So someone's got to go, you know. I kind of like Felton because he catches, but I don't know if Johnson catches or not, or if he's just a power back, you know. But I like it either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless, they, they've been yeah, running two backs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, like he's gonna Johnson will do the chub roll, right? And then Felton will be the the hunt. So I like it. But the only, the uh, thing with they, that is I like um. Johnson to be more of a goal line guy than Chubb has been so far. Think so? Yeah, a little bit. I like him at the goal line more than Fulton. Well, yeah, Felton's a little guy. Yeah. But I like Felton to take them screens. Yeah, for sure. So No, but I, I like the pick, though. Dearness Johnson off the board, number one this week. Who are they playing? It's Thursday. I can't remember. Uh, Denver. Okay. They play tomorrow. All right, my uh, my number one is gonna be Josh Jacobs. Ooh, yeah. Listen, he's healthy, and you had me at Philly. Philly couldn't stop a fart, man. All right, they they uh, Elliot and Pollard ran all over him, dude. Steamrolled all over him, and I think last week playoff Lenny ran all over him too. Playoff so, Lenny did run all over him. Yeah, and Jacobs has been getting has the last two games has been getting a huge share of the load, proof like showing that he's the, he's the, he's the true number one. So they're gonna roll with him. I think he, I think he uh, does really well this week. I still like Drake to steal passing down rolls from him though. Yeah, but I like Jacobs, like you said, like you like Johnson and the goal Fair. line. Fair. Same thing. Same thing. Fair. I think they. I think they run it more. You know what I mean? I think they run it more to set up the play action. I think Ricky Ricky Sacks is gonna Ricky Sacks is gonna run that power game and then use the play action. <laughs> Rugs and Renfro and Waller. Sacks man. Something that Gruden wasn't doing. All right, who you got for number two? Uh, my number two this week. You went with a uh, more of an established guy, Josh Jacobs. I'm also going with more of an established guy, T. Y. Hilton. Returned from neck surgery last week to the tune of four catches for 80 yards 
Uh, that's his first appearance this season. He joined the team on, I think, Tuesday last week. Short notice, uh, like him getting more involved in the offense this week. The Colts need a uh, spark plug at wide receiver. Getting Hilton back is going to be that, and I think he's going to dominate the target share with uh, Michael Pittman. Listen, there's two things I know about life. Number one, you never fuck with a man in a 10-gallon hat. Number two is T.Y. Hilton will torch the Texans. And <laughs> he came out and fucking torched him, man, as usual. I just... I did think it was funny like, that he comes back from neck surgery completely out of the woodwork just to play the Texans. He's like, yes, oh, he's not going to play this dude, week. And he's like, yes, I am. I'm playing Houston. I'm playing. It's worth, <laughs> it. it worth it. And Wentz was looking his way. So that means when he gets fully, you know. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, I think. I like another week under his belt. Wentz is, uh, he already looked his way a little bit in the first week. I like that to go up a little bit more this week. I'm going to take T.Y. Hilton number two. Nice flex. Nice flex play too there. Yep, yep. And you know he's gonna be available in a ton of leagues right now. Okay, this next guy's gonna tie into one of my waiver ads, but he's also one of my sleepers this week. And I hate to double dip, but I'm gonna go with Rashad Bateman. Oh, is he back from injury? Yeah, he got his first action last week. Uh he had six targets. I like that. Last week. Last week, six targets last week in his debut. And in the preseason, Lamar Jackson was raving about Bateman, and so was Harbaugh. And then he got injured, and then he made his, his appearance. So I think... Six targets for his appearance after an injury. I like those numbers. And they're playing Cincinnati this week. You're going to so, need to throw the ball a little bit more. You know, and with... And with 22... Prominent over at least twenty prominent names are on buys this week. There's a most, lot of people. Twenty on buys. of the most prominent names in fantasy football are on buys this week. So you need a little pickup, little Sean Bateman on top of that, and I like him to go off as well. Love it. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Your three picks. My last one. No, I only picked. I only picked. That was my second. Oh, one. you're right. I went first. You I'm went sorry. First. Yep. That's all right. My number three, going back to receiver, going back to the Lions. I've dipped into the Lions at receiver a couple times for this this season. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Hell of a name. Love it. His brother's Equinemius. Also love that name. But uh, he's averaging 11 points over his last three games, and Quintez Cephas is injured right now. Uh, he's stepped in, picked up a lot of the targets that were going to Cephas. This two-man show with Swift and Hawkinson in the past game isn't going to work again with Cephas out. Somebody's got to step in, and I like St. Brown to do that. I don't hate it. In another league that I had, I picked up Brown off waivers and put him on the lineup So and put him in. So I don't hate it, man. I like it. He had, a, They're I believe, be seven, behind. and he had seven targets last week. I think five catches, but they are all short. So yeah. if you get a little bit more yardage on those seven targets, maybe a touchdown in there, you're starting to look at a lot of, a lot bigger point totals. And they're always ramping behind because exactly they have to throw. Yeah, they lead the league in, in the bottom at all those categories, man. Like their defense is horrible. So golf's gonna have to throw. Garbage time, coming from behind, whatever. The volume's going to be there. It'll be there. 
It's a nice Volume little sneaker, is right? nice king. Little sneak. Nice little sneak play right there. Yeah, I like it. I also, I don't think, right. I, I don't hate it for a little salary cap saver and daily. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Nice little flex there, you know? In yeah, daily. absolutely. He'll probably be somewhere around like 3400 bucks too. That's not going to be much. No, that's not much at all. He'll spend somewhere else now. Later on. Little salary cap saver. Armin Ross St. Brown. Those are my three picks for sleepers this week. Who are you going to wrap it up with? Okay, my number three is kind of like a deep one. But it's going to be Cole Komet. Komet four. Komet four, baby. Uh, four straight games. At least uh, four targets in every game. Uh, also, when uh, Fields was second string, so was Komet. Because Graham was originally... The number one tight end. So Fields and, and Komet had a little connection going. I on. also you know noticed I mean? when they're going through their first drive, their scripted plays, Fields checked down to Komet twice. So he started to look at him as a little bit of a safety valve. Uh, on that first that first couple drive against the Packers there, I was like, oh, they got to start using this guy more. Like Dude, he's 6'6", six, 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 265. Yeah, he's a he's beast. A he fell forward. Big kid, man. He caught the ball, took like two steps, got hit what, maybe like – four yards from the first down marker and still just got there. He had like three people on his back falling to the first down marker. But those are the plays no. you need from a tight end, and that's somebody that a rookie quarterback is going to really need to rely on. Yeah. I Also, I mean, they're playing Tampa this week. It has me a little a little nervous because of their pass rush, but they're going to be behind. Right. You know? And their secondary is not what it was last year with all the injuries. So, you know, maybe a deep Deep sleeper in, like, deep leagues, you know? Maybe a 14 or 16-team league, maybe, you know? So. I don't hate it. I like the opportunity for him, though. Because Jimmy Graham is, is a, a bum. bitch. Yeah, he's just a bum. He's a bum. Bum. You're a bum rock. <laughs> All right, you want to get into your waiver pickups for the week? Yeah, like I said, I, like I, said, I only had them couples, and I know it's... You know, there's some a lot of people on by this week. I don't really have too much. I had, you know, I Rashad Bateman, as I said before, you know. Right. And I think maybe they, I don't know, maybe they start passing it a little more. Maybe Bateman overtakes Brown. You know, maybe he takes over as who he's looking for second, you know, after Andrews. Um, He's only owning like 14.6% of leagues. You Not know? a lot. Not a lot, no. Um, I also had, uh, you know, either Johnson or Felton from Cleveland, you know. Um, maybe DJ Dallas up there in Seattle because Rashad Penny's out and uh, Carson is out. They got Alex Collins as the lead back, but they still need, you know, they're down back to catch it. I believe in PPR you get a point for every catch he makes, right? Correct. Uh and this one, people, you know, I was brought to my attention that I picked the top guys, but I picked the top guys because they're the dudes that are making noise. You know, you want to look at the guys that are making noise. So, yep. uh, and my third guy would be, we touched on him earlier, but would be J.D. McKissick. Now, I know last week he had eight rushes for 45 yards and eight receptions for 65 yards, and that's a lot of points right there, but they're always behind. Their defense is not what it's supposed to be. 
you know? Like, at the end of the fantasy leagues, we see people drafting their defenses. You know what I mean? It usually went Tampa Bay, and then it went Pittsburgh, and then it went Washington, you know, in that order. And then, you know what I mean? And then they just are not what they everybody thought they were going to be. So they're constantly going to be thrown from behind. And I know because I have Antonio Gibson, and he doesn't have a, not a lot of targets this year because McKissick keeps getting them all. Yeah, McKissick's been stealing a shitload out of the backfield. Yeah, he's it's like Kareem Hunt doing to me with Chubb. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but now he's hurt too. So I don't know. One of these guys got to pick it, take it up. You know, got to pick up the slack. At least for this week, anyway. You know, because I think they get that long bye after Thursday, right? You go Thursday, then you get the extra. Four days yeah, off. I think that's eleven right. before you play again, or yeah, something. Yeah, eleven like that. days. Yeah, so it'd be time for them to get back. But one of them could still be fighting for that second role because Hunt's on IR for three weeks. So if Chubb comes back and you know in eleven days and plays, one of them is going to have to be number two. You know, I don't hate it. So still um, hang on to him. I've got. I gotta, Dubs don't follow the money, smoke and mirrors, shit bag of the week. Uh, Cole Beasley, 21.8 points. I don't think that's going to be something that consistently happens. They're playing from behind against Tennessee. Uh, They had Diggs and Sanders kind of locked down. Knox got hurt. Beasley kind of stepped into that third uh, weapon that Knox normally would be. Uh, 21.8 points for him this week. Uh, they're on the bye, obviously, but uh, when they come back against Miami, I don't really like him to keep those numbers up. Yeah, because there was a, some news somewhere saying that Cole Beasley was okay with not being heavily involved in the offense and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden that game, he gets a shit ton of targets and two touchdowns. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. So I I agree with you there. Yeah. I'm going to say Don't I agree. follow the money. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Shit bag of the week. Cole Beasley. Man. Cole Beasley just can't get no love. None. None from me. Well, it's sad, too. His girlfriend just named their dog Cole. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I got a question for you. What's up? Uh, so this week, man, uh, Ramon J. Stevenson looked pretty good in yeah. his action. Now he only had a uh, he only had five carries for twenty three yards, but he caught all three of his targets for thirty nine yards, and he had a touchdown. Could I really Belichick, liked him this could week. Could Belichick turn into Bellatrix and start turning it into a split? Should Harris owners be concerned? Take it away. I think Harris owners should be concerned always. Belichick is sneaky with running backs. He just kind of, I don't know. Like, he just threw Brandon Bolden in for a few weeks there. I think the reason he did that was because of that fumble Stevenson had. He's a rookie. Bill had to be like, you don't, we don't fumble here. You got to cut that shit out. And then when James White got hurt, we got a little bit thinner, but he still wanted to punish Stevenson. But now he's found his way back into the rotation. He made the most of it. And I I thought at the beginning of the season that Stevenson should be getting more carries than he currently is. So I personally would hope that it comes becomes more of a split situation. But 
I don't so think I'm, gonna be honest. I'm not ready for I'm not ready to say it's going to be just yet though. Okay. I liked how he came in and the offense kind of got like a little bit hyped up because he, he carried it five times. It was only 23 yards, but one of, you know, it was like a two or three yards out for a touchdown and he ran straight up the middle and was banging dudes. Yeah. He's you know a beast. I mean? like, and I feel like he's was, a guy that's going to benefit off of more carries. Like LeGarrette Blunt was like that too. He'd get, you know, two or three care, three, three yards on a carry. And then as the game goes on, Derek Henry's like this too. You start giving him more and more touches. He just starts getting bigger and bigger gashes on the defense. Four, five, six, seven, and then he starts getting a little couple broken tackles. Get into the end zone, and all oh, of a sudden it's a different getting, game. Gonna start getting cold in the winter time. Dude's gonna be tackling. That shit's gonna start stinging. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, say tackling in the winter time, man, it's harsh. Right. So you know you and that you don't want to tackle he, that guy in the winter. Right. And when I seen him catching the balls and stuff, man, he kind of looked like Corey Dillon a little bit. No, that's kind of a stretch, but just, people are saying that about Damian of. Harris. No, I, no. Another thing about Harris what bugs me is, dude, how many times a game is he gonna lose his fucking footing, man? Yeah. Like every time you see him going to cut, dude, he's slipping and falling on the ground, getting up and going, oh man, and slapping the ball like, bro, like, yeah, every time it's like he busts off a good run, and next thing you know, he goes down. So he looked oh, great the week one, and he's kind of fallen off since then, but. I, yeah. He's also hurt too. Definitely so. playing hurt, broken rib, something. All right, I was just curious on, you know. Yeah, not yet, but I think it could be eventually. Like later on down the line, maybe yeah. a split. Especially like if Harris keeps split. the fumbles up. Yeah, I know what. Yeah, they they seem to all be fumbling. I do not have the scores for the league. My phone is charging. <laughs> uh, I could run the through them real quick. Okay, you want to do that? Do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's that's all I had this week. I'll just run through the scores from last week. Uh, Baseman Twilight's got the win. Advance into 3-3. Three and three. Uh, The Patrick Price, 170.3. He was the high scorer this week, also getting a win, advancing to 6-0. and oh, The Arizona Cardinals special. Uh, 118 for Hogan. He gets a win over Dirty Duff and the Dudes. Three-way Zay loses, falls to three and three. Chandler B, five and one. Uh, Grassman, you thought he was dead in the water. He came back. Got a win, one and five this week. Yeah, I made an inquiry about Dalvin Cook. I haven't heard anything back. <laughs> I also made an inquiry about somebody on that team, and I have not also, I have not heard anything back. Yes, but he did. I was saying I thought he was gone that he wasn't in the league, and all of a sudden he made a he made a made a roster move. He picked up Ricky Sales Jones. Yeah, he did. And he started him right. It's <laughs> like he's he's like fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your sleeper. sleeper and I'm gonna fucking play him. Eat it. <laughs> okay, Grassman, I see you. You started two and zero and have fallen to two and four. Yeah, it's uh, Gibson man is killing me, dude. He's spotty. I lost Chubb. The process so, on. Uh, I don't know. It's I look around at the league. There's a lot of people three and three, you know, tank two and three. It's like, but I'm also like, do I even really? Because six people are gonna make the playoffs. Like, do you want to try to sneak in and then get blown out in the first round and then not, you know, do you want to play for a pick for picks? I mean, what do you want to do? Like, I was, 
threw some dudes out on the waiver wire. Like, see, I mean, I'm not on the waiver wire, but on the, out for, on the trade block. You know, see what happens. If I get decent offer, maybe I talk, uh, you know, take it and then look forward to next year. Yep. I don't hate it. All right, well, that will do it for us this week on the Dirty 30. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure to check us out on the socials. It's Stone Sports Podcast on Twitter. It's at Stone underscore Podcast. Uh, Stone Sports will be available on Friday. Uh, we are live on Tuesdays on the ColorCast app, and 3030 is posted on Saturday mornings. Thank you again, and we are out. Peace. Peace.